supporting moms without a mom on their path to resilience with psychologist and mom coach, Dr. Melissa Riley, on episode number 246 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. I typically recommend that every night moms reflect for a minute or two on their day and identify at least one thing that they felt that they with regards to being a mom. And there's nothing too small or too big. Some days I did well simply remembering to make sure my son brushed his teeth in the morning, hmm. right? Yeah. And other days it's the touching stories. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello again, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. What a joy, privilege, honor it is to have you with me to allow me into your earbuds or to your car or to your walk or to your time at the gym, wherever you're at today. Uh, just let you, want you to know that I'm privileged to have you in my audience. I'm coming to you from the Loft Studios in my home office just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. A beautiful January today, uh, day. And uh, thinking about good things in my life and good things in your life that comes when we get through the tough times, one of the things, one of the uh, one of the values we need to have to get through tough times is resilience. That's going to be the theme of our podcast episode here today with Dr. Melissa Riley. It's going to be resilience. She is a mom coach and a psychologist. She is all about supporting moms without moms on a path to building resilience in their life. She spoke to us in our earlier episode, episode 246, where she talked about her experience of losing both her mother and her older and younger sisters uh, early in life. By the time she was in her 20s, she lost all of those folks. So she had no women in, uh, in her immediate family, in her nuclear family. And when she became a mother herself in her mid-30s, she found herself dealing with some postpartum depression and other things along that line without the built-in support of women in her life, her mom or her sisters. And she talks to us about what she went through and how she navigated that process. And we're going to talk today about how she can help you. Here at the Beyond Adversity Podcast, we're all about being helpful. You can always go to drbradmiller.com to find well over 240 podcast episodes, which are all about helping you to navigate adversity and to come to your life of peace and prosperity and purpose as we help you to navigate depression, divorce, disease, debt, death, other things, and help you to grow through what you go through. You can also go to drbradmiller.com slash 40 day away for the, uh, for the guide to help you to navigate adversity and to get to your place of peace and prosperity and purpose. Uh, we call it the ACTS plan, the ACTS plan, 
You can go there and pick that up at drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way. But our guest today is a doctor of psychology and a mom, and she has some great resources at her at her website, which is momswithoutamom.com. Among other things, you could pick up some free resources she has there for you and a complimentary call, a 30 minute call to be helpful to you to see if you can uh, see how Dr. Riley can be helpful to you in your process, particularly if you're going through this, or maybe no one knows someone who is. And today we're going to focus in on what you can do in your life to build resilience. We pick up our conversation with Melissa Riley, which she and I begin to talk about what it uh, means, what is the uh, mindset of a mom. So let's get into that conversation right now. How about, you've already talked about it a little bit in the sense of there's got to be a sense of presence, of a mom presence with you. And for some people, they might sense a presence, spiritual nature. We can think of spiritual nature sometimes in, in maternal ways. Let's talk about any connection you have to a spiritual life or a sense of force greater than yourself, be it religion or journaling or something else. Is this a part of your process at all? And tell me about that. Absolutely. I was raised as a Catholic and was given the gift of faith early on in life. And part of my experience of that was as God being somebody you met when you died. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't until I got older that I began to feel connected with God as a living God in my life as it is now. And once I became a mother and felt that, again, God wasn't as close to, I didn't feel God's relationship with me as close as I wanted it to be, nor did I want my son to experience his relationship with God as just somebody you meet when you die. I became much more active in the Lutheran church my husband and I were going to mm -hmm. and really connected with other members of the church as well as the church leadership and then became was a Sunday school teacher myself. And it became a huge part of my life and my family's life. In fact, most of my friends are now members of that church. And those are the members of my mom community and the people I go to. And a lot of my son's friends are the children of other members of yeah. our church community. So your faith community, which started with your mm -hmm. search for your own personal faith, yes. led you to a faith community, which helped yes. some of these other needs that you've been talking about. Some of those wise Absolutely. women, I, I assume some of the wise women, maybe through your church mm -hmm. community and Probably other contemporaries, other moms and things like this, and yes. other families, kids, mm -hmm. just a supportive environment. And that's part of what uh, what that does and helps fulfill when it's in, when it's done well. A church does things to fill mm -hmm. those emotional and spiritual and communal needs. Absolutely. And that's, that is awesome. But now you've gone through this traumatic experience. And by, by the way, as you know better than me, the stressors of losing your mom and losing a sibling and having a baby kind of a little bit later in life, all those things are right up there on the stress charts, aren't they? They're, 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 yes, they're. they are. I don't have all this stuff right in front of me, but I know from my counseling mm -hmm. I've done that these are 
right up there. And you had a blended family situation as well and all that kind of deal. Yeah. But I bet the folks that you deal with have a lot of those things and sometimes even more. Yes. So let's talk for a minute here about process that you use now in times of helping people. You've touched on these three areas, which I think are awesome. But let's talk about some specific application of those, such as disciplines or habits or way to do life, the way mm-hmm. to do life as a mom, especially a mom who's, I love the word you that you described part of what you're about is re- resilience. And I know sometimes a part of that resilience piece is bouncing things off of other people. I know my wife, who's in her 60s, still bounces things off her mom, who's in her 80s, about all kinds of stuff. So what do you do to be helpful in this whole process here about ap- applicable, transferable principles, habits, and practices, things like this? Okay. First, one of the things that is really important, I think, for all moms is to recognize their own strengths so that they can build confidence. And particularly moms without a mom, because they don't have their own mother reflecting back to them the things that they're doing well. So I typically recommend that every night moms reflect for a minute or two on their day and identify at least one thing that they felt that they, with regards to being a mom, and there's nothing too small or too big. Some days I did well, simply remembering to make sure my son brushed his teeth in the morning, Hmm, right? And other days it's the touching stories, that we share before he goes to bed, the saying our prayers. But if we aren't intentionally identifying those things that we feel good about, then we aren't necessarily going to be impacted or feel them. Mm. And so again, confidence comes from recognizing those things that we do. So that's one thing that's really important. Yeah. And not everybody does that. Normally the strengths, we sometimes dismiss those. So yeah, please go on. Absolutely. Another thing that is really important, particularly for moms without a mom, is I encourage them to identify at least six people that they can reach out and ask for support in any way, whether that be emotional support, whether that be helping with tasks, whether that be asking information, whether that just simply be talking at any time, day or night. And to list them out and put their contact information, so phone number. Put it in a note in their phone, easily accessible. Yes. Because during times of emergency or when we're stressed, it can be really hard for us to then start looking for those names. Mm, yes. And to just start at the top of the list and reach out mm. when you're in need. And Sometimes call that my 3 a.m. list. Who can I call at 3 a.m. if I got a real issue I got to talk to? Yeah. Because it's when you're with your oldest child in the ER because they fell, it's not the time to start scrambling to find somebody to watch your baby right. at home. Yeah. You need that available. So you have to be proactive with regards to who can you lean on. So that's a really easy intervention that is really important. Now, with this, just out of curiosity in your process, is that all mm-hmm. other moms or can it be? Anybody. Anybody. Okay. I just want to, because I know mm-hmm. the, uh, I just want to be clear about that. that. That's awesome. So there's some, what I'm getting at here and what I'm hearing from you is you have some specific task that mm-hmm. people can do. Write it yes. down or put in your phone, this type of thing. Six people is a specific number. That means that you're not likely to get stuck in a crisis without at least one of those people being available. Right. 
and to specifically call on the people's strengths because we tend to focus on yeah. our weaknesses and, the, and that, that right. type of thing. And it's really important to note that because somebody who's really good at being an emotional support may not be really good at picking up and helping you with some chores and tasks that you need. They, you can, they aren't def- the same person. De- de- define the roles. Then. Exactly. De- de- exactly. Define the roles of what they can do. Not everybody can, if you need a, a stopped up toilet undone, you got to f- find the right person to do that or whatever yes. that circumstance would be. And not everybody's going to be a emotional shoulder to cry on at the right time. So that, that, that's awesome. You, you, Melissa, you really do love mom's, in general, but particularly moms who are in this circumstance, you really love them, don't you? Absolutely, without a doubt. I'm very passionate about supporting them and letting them know that they're not alone and that there isn't something wrong with them just because this is really hard. feel different because they are different. Tell me about your calling to serve in love this particular group of people, particularly about maybe any person or any situation that you really saw the what you shared was I've there's been a few women that I've worked with that they don't have their mother not because their mother has died but because their mother is unhealthy for them yes. okay and I really find that this group of women in particular really struggle because there's a sense of how can I reach out for help when I have a mom, but she's not healthy for me. And am I going to be looked at badly? There's like this extra layer. And so I really want to be open to all moms who don't have the support and guidance of a loving mom next Mm -hmm. to them. And so that's whether the mom's passed away or their mom, again, is not healthy for them to be in their life. Do you have any, do you have any specific stories about some, you mentioned that kind of group of moms with kind of a unhealthy or toxic mom or whatever it be. And I, I'm just going to press you a little bit, but I, I, a lot of yeah. times our listeners really like to hear these specific stories. You don't have to give names or whatever, but do you have a story of a right, of person who was particularly transformed by some of the things that you worked on? Absolutely. So there's this woman that I've been working with who has really struggled feeling like she was Enough. She had that toxic relationship with the mother, with her mom, and felt extremely guilty anytime that she would reach out for help. She felt like she wasn't worthy of connecting. So we spent a lot of time in that belief and talking about how that wasn't a real reflection of her value. It was a reflection of what her mother was capable of giving Hmm. to her. And so it wasn't her. So we developed that list of women and men that she could reach out to. And we actually rehearsed and practiced how she would do that. And then the other area that she was really struggling with was feeling that her time with her daughter was meaningful. Because one of the things I've noticed is that a lot of times moms without moms feel really pressured to do things perfectly because they don't, again, they don't have that safety net of a mom. So they're constantly looking over their own shoulders. So we spent a lot of time at giving ourselves permission to make mistakes. So I would purposefully have her do something at only 80% instead of a hundred. So that she could recognize that not only was her daughter still okay, she was thriving. She was doing great. And that she as a mom didn't have to be at a hundred percent all the time. And that her fear of making mistakes was actually what was getting in the way 
of her enjoying her yeah. interactions with her daughter. So you saw some transformation there and absolutely her and confidence soared. Yeah, she was giving herself permission to be more present. And that's super fulfilling when that happens to you and helps to affirm yes. you're all about. And so I think this is really interesting here, Melissa, that you've really hit on a niche that I think is present. Now I think about situations in my own ministry and counseling I've done. I can think of a few situations where that gave me an aha moment. Of, yeah, that may be been a part of it. There's either a toxic mom or no mom present, something there that could be yeah. there. So I think you've, you're, you've hit on something that's very important. And I'm sure there's folks in our audience who that can be helpful too. So how can folks learn more about you, Dr. Melissa Riley? How can they be find out what you offer, what you're all about, and, and maybe speak into their lives? Yeah, I offer a complimentary 30-minute call to anybody that reaches out to me because providing support is really important. They can find that on my website, which is momswithoutamom.com. So they are welcome to do that. I also have some free resources on there, some different guides for moms. I also, they can follow me on Instagram. I'm at momswithoutamom on Instagram as well. Easy enough to find. We'll put links to all of that at our website, which is drbradmiller.com. Fascinating area. And I got to say, I've worked for a lot of folks and basically mental health services and this type of thing. And and I think you've hit on something here, Melissa, that I think is important. And I look forward to our paths crossing again and then seeing how this plays out. I think you've got in your future, you've got books and podcasts and speaking engagements and Yes. And other things out there, who knows, maybe we'll see you on Dr. Phil or something like that as well. I don't know. Yes. But I think, you, I think you've got yeah. some opportunity here. Thank so. you. And I did want people to know that I'm doing this through coaching. So you don't need to have a significant anxiety or depression. You don't need to seek out mental health treatment to reach out to me. I really support people wherever they are. Sure. Online coaching is an important way to go. And that's really what Dr. Melissa Riley is offering, really a professional yes. service through the, the online framework and other opportunities I'm sure will come along as well and check out her website momswithoutamom.com and or go through drbradmiller.com to get there so awesome conversation today and Dr. Melissa O'Reilly we really thank you and we appreciate the good work that you do for a particular in a particular area of need and we thank you for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller Awesome conversation we had with Dr. Melissa Riley uh, today on Beyond Adversity. Hope that you enjoyed it. Hope that you got a lot out of it, particularly if this is your circumstance. If uh, if you're a mom, any mom can find value in this about building resilience, but particularly maybe some people who, for whatever reason, do not have a positive uh, female role model in their life. It's not always going to be a loss of life like the tragically happened to Melissa, Maybe it's a toxic mom or for some reason there is some separation there. But what can you do to build up your own resilience in this whole process? Hope you picked up on a couple of things that she talked about, about how you can build resilience in your life. She talked just a couple of takeaway points. She talked about being active in her faith, particularly being active in her church, her faith community, and how that became a resource then for building her cadre of moms, her other moms who be kind of surrogate moms who be part of her life, or confident 
uh, women to speak into her life. And that became one of the resources for that. And of course, I'm a big believer in building your faith community as a part of that process. So finding a church community or some other means to be supportive of your emotional life. She also talked about to recognize your strengths, whatever they are, and start to build confidence in what you do well as a process then. And then to get uh, a very practical step, which I thought was important, is to get six people in your life, get their contact information, and get six women in your life or six people in your life to support you that you can call upon in whatever need may arise in your life. Support people matter. And then, of course, what what uh, what Melissa does is she also helps to support other people, and that's what she does at her website, momswithoutamom. Dot com, and she talks about how this will be a part of the healing and resilience process of your own right. Good stuff here. I invite you to go to her site, sign up for one of her complimentary 30-minute calls, and to get to know Dr. Melissa Riley. Here at the Beyond Adversity podcast, we're all about connecting you, my friends, with people who can be helpful to you, just like uh, Melissa Riley. We are here to be helpful, to speak into your life, to help you to grow through what you go through. And one of the principles, one of the, the one of the values we certainly teach and lift up is resilience. How you get through things. You have to just travel and navigate sometimes a difficult road. And we're here to help. You can always go to drbradmiller.com for over 240 episodes of this podcast. The back catalog is full of great resources. And then at drbradmiller.com slash 40 day way, you can pick up our resource, which is your guide to help get you your blueprint, your pathway, your, your guide to help you build your acts plan to get you to your PLP. Your PLP is your promised life plan. Where do you want to go? Your acts plan is your ACTS plan. Taking action is the A. C is to connect with a higher spiritual power. The T is to think with discipline. And the S is to serve others with love. And we help you do that here at drbradmiller.com. When we come back in our next episode of Beyond Adversity, I'm going to reflect on what we learned from episodes 245 and 246 with Melissa Riley, particularly about resilience. I'm going to teach on that a little bit, about resilience as a response to resistance. I hope you turn in to episode number 247 when I do my own teaching about that. Just a reminder, I've come to you from with 42 years of experience as a church pastor and with a doctoral degree in transformational leadership and lots and lots of life experiences of getting through difficult things in my life and helping people navigate adversity to achieve their life of peace and prosperity and purpose. And I want to speak into your life and bring you the people who can do the same for you. We're here because we love you. We'll see you next time here on the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Until we do, friends, remember to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.